Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 31st, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. We'll we'll just we'll say that. We'll just put a period on it. There you go. Boom boom. Um what am I gonna say? Of course I'm gonna talk about it. I'm I'm in a gabby little mood, I think. But um let's see. First things first. Food corner. I decided to even though I ate CC's uh the day prior, I was like, Yeah, let's do pizza again. Only I'm gonna make it. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I I've been in this kind of like food kind of like I, my asthma. I, I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to eat and um I landed on that. So I gotten chicken thighs and I, you know, prepped those all up, got those cooked up a little bit. Then I had this red curry um, sauce that I got from Kroger, used some of that and the pizza dough with starter because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making my own pizza dough. I, I'm just not, I'm never going to be that guy. So please note that if you ever hear me make a pizza, I did not make the dough. I feel like that's a question people ask a lot. I'm new to this whole pizza maker game, but it's like, yeah, no, no, dude, I didn't make my own dough. <laughs> so anyway, I did that, and overall, pizza turned out okay. This is like my third pizza now. I realized I need to start doing a thing where I'm pushing the sauce out more. Like I'm centering it up, and I wind up with like four pieces whenever I wind up cutting it up that are just like so much bread. And, like, I'm okay with that. I actually realize I like a bread pat just to kind of, like, turn into, like, a breadstick almost. But it's, it's like, in the future, let's, like, try to maybe improve on that, right? So that's that's the play. But I got to say, I loved the flavors. The flavors were so good. I, it was one of those things where it's just, like, I had, like, a Willy Wonka moment. And I'm like, I know this is so weird, but I don't care because I know it's going to turn out well. And um, it did. So I was, I was happy with that. We were pleased. Um, is there anything else? I'm trying to think food-wise. Was there anything else to talk about? Maybe, and I'm just, like, forgetting it. But that's okay. Um, how am I doing? I'm Like I said, I'm good. I, I think I'm still, like dwelling on the fact that I'm fat <laughs> I have those moments like I literally came in I went into the the restroom at work and um saw myself in like one of those like you know full body bathroom mirrors and I just like laughed in disgust I was like you look gross <laughs> like, I just, and I was in my head like all day like why did you eat cc's like why did you do that like that was such a mistake like I was beating myself up about it and then I even do the thing, I don't know if you have friends like this or you do this with some of your friends, whatever, where you like, you like do the misery company bit where you're like, I'm going to find someone who I know has like a like problem. And then we're just going to like complain about it. We're just going to like, we're just going to vent onto each other and dump. <laughs> and, and I did that and I hate when I knowingly do it. Because it's like, well, what good are you going to get? Like, I ask myself that question. And I, like, look at myself and go, nothing. And I still do it. <laughs> you kind of just feel good. Like, the catharsis of it, maybe. I don't know. But I did that for a little bit. And, uh, you know, kind of felt better or worse, whatever. 
you know, realize like, hey, you know, you're going to have setbacks, you're going to have bad days, bad weekends, whatever. But, um, you know, obviously I'm still going to keep at it. I don't feel like I'm going to like, you know, relapse or go back to my old ways or give up, whatever. But, you know, it was kind of a, a bit of a kick in the short ones, I guess you could say. Um, you know, just because it's not something I didn't even go on a scale. Like, I didn't even confirm it. But it's just one of those things where you feel fatter. And it's just like, ugh, I hate that feeling. That feeling sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's life. <laughs> uh, enough about my issues. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, load up. And then we can talk about some real issues in the news, in the world going on recently <laughs> Ooh wee Ooh I have been watching more MasterChef though so that's the good news it's been nice getting back to all my reality TV shit. What is it? The season I'm on now. It's like the United Tastes of America. And um, they're now grouped in like regions. And um, so yeah. So far that that's interesting. <laughs> that's a new, new vibe for me. Uh, <clears throat> let's get to it. Sorry. Uh, from NPR. The death toll in Pakistan's suicide bombing rises as families hold funerals. Uh, Pakistan held funerals Monday for victims of a massive suicide bombing that targeted an election rally for pro-Taliban cleric uh, for a pro-Taliban cleric the previous day. As a as the death toll climbed to at least fifty four, and the government vowed to hunt down those behind the attack, no one immediately claimed responsibility for Sunday's bombing, which also wounded nearly two hundred people. Police said their initial investigation suggested that the Islamic State group's uh, regional affiliate could be behind the attack. So uh, essentially, they're saying like from what I believe it's like IS, you know, Islamic State, but a group that kind of just acted independently from this group. Um, you know, so essentially it's just saying like, okay, yeah, you you guys say don't do this, but this is what we want to do and we're going to go through with this attack. And uh, apparently the person they were trying to hit was Jimiat Ulima. Um, or no, that was a party, but the politician, I'm sorry, was Fazlur Raymond. Uh, he has been targeted before, um, and essentially too, I mean, this is a target, but also the fallback is just saying, hey, we want to make a statement. But, you know, in this situation, it's like, oh, well, no one's really claiming it because they kind of know, like, whoa, this is something that's beyond the pale. This is something that we didn't even advise people to do. People just went out and did it kind of in our group or subset of said group. So, you know, despite whoever did it, you know, whatever the motivations, machinations, it's still obviously really fucked up, still really sad. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, There's a lot more details, you know, in this article. Kind of go through, like, you know, the history, stuff like that. 
but I did not want to really stick on that. We have a lot to cover, so, you know, more or less for reference, but, um, I mean, this is a big development. This isn't something that happens all the time. Also, something I didn't know until I read this article today was, uh, the bombing came hours before the arrival of Chinese Vice Premier He Lefing in Islamabad, where on Monday he was to participate in an event to mark a decade of China-Pakistan um, economic corridor, a sprawling package under which Beijing has invested billions of dollars in Pakistan. Um, Let's see. Imran Khan also talked to, but not really relevant. It was more or less a soundbite. Um, or at least they just referenced him in the article. Um, yeah, okay, let's move on. There's other other things we got to talk about. Um, let's see here. From NBC News, an American woman and her child have been kidnapped in Haiti, organization says. A nurse and her child, both Americans, have been kidnapped amid crime and unrest in Haiti's capital. A nonprofit connected to the woman said on Saturday. The group El Roy Haiti said in a statement that Alex Dorsainville, a community health nurse married to its founder and director, Sandro Dorsainville, and the pair's child were kidnapped Thursday morning from its location near Port-au-Prince. The organization said that the two were taken while serving in our community ministry. Also, I mean, this, uh, you know, kidnappings have been on the rise uh, lately. You know, we've talked a decent amount uh, about Haiti, uh, whether it be from the assassination that took place, um, what was it, Moise? And then we've also talked about, you know, the earthquake. Obviously, though, problems in Haiti have been a very ongoing issue. Sadly, they continue to be, you know. Um, but, I mean, really, the situation has gotten so bad that people cannot even leave their homes. I feel like a lot of what I'm hearing in, like, you know, just listening to BBC and stuff like that, they're taking a lot of the opportunity uh, to kind of ping off the situation and really talk about how bad things are continuing to get. Like, the fact that people are literally not able to leave their houses, that, you know, farmers can't even, you know, get their mangoes, you know, harvest their mangoes because they can't take them anywhere. You know, like, the markets and the places you go to are controlled by gangs. Uh, At this point, more or less all of the government is more or less hollowed out because, you know, we can't do elections, things can't get done, you know, since the uh, assassination of... Jovenel Moise, I believe that's his name. I'm fuzzy on that. But, uh, you know, it's it's catastrophe after catastrophe in Haiti. And, you know, yeah, there's the name. Jovenel Moise. But um, it's been tragedy after tragedy. And, you know, sadly here, you know, essentially now there's more attention because an American's involved and, you know, their child. But I don't, I don't know. <laughs> And, you know, just this situation alone and, and just what goes on in a kidnapping, I don't really want to get into that, you know, just speculating-wise. But, yeah, it's pretty fucked up, pretty dark situation. Hopefully, uh, you know, um, Alex and their child can be found. That 
you know, would be great and, you know, they can get brought back home. Um, you know, it's a shame you're doing, you, you're, you're there. Um, you know, just, I've, I've listened to some of her, you know, uh, just talks, you know, about what they do in terms of their charity group and nonprofit. You know, she initially came and she thought, man, like, yeah, the situation's bad. Like, that's what she thought before she got there. But, you know, what can I do? And then she realized, like, when she got there that it's like, look, like, the reason I'm asked to be here is because there's just no one else here to do it. And there's so much to be done. And, you know, essentially, you know, your whole family is a part of this effort now. And, you know, now you're even further enwrapped in it in, in a bad statistical way, which really fucking sucks, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully, like I said, something, you know, I can come back with some good news on this story from the story. But uh, that is where it's at as of now. Um, and then to kind of close out here, at least in terms of the usual news I talk about, um, I did want to do an update on Ukraine at least a little bit. Um, let's see, from Axios, Zelensky says war is returning to Russia after Moscow drone attack. Uh, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky issued a warning to Russia's invading forces Sunday after the Kremlin accused Kyiv of overnight drone attacks on Moscow. Now, essentially... Ukraine's government has not claimed this drone attack. They haven't, like, officially said it. But, um, you know, essentially they're kind of doing the shrug emoji, you know, doing, you know, what goes around, goes around, goes around, goes around, goes back around. If you know that song, that's dope. You probably don't, if you're a Zoomer and or, you know, you just, your taste in music is like, I know I didn't listen to Justin Timberlake. Fair. Fair king, fair queen, just keep it moving. <laughs> um, I, I will read a quote. Uh, Today is the 522nd day of the so-called special military inve- investigation, military operation, which Russia Russian leadership expected to last for a week or two. That was from Zelensky um, in a televised address. Um, but yeah, I mean, essentially they're just saying, Hey, you know, look at us now, look at where we're at. Now you guys got shit going on in your backyard. But, um, in terms of like what the damage was, it was pretty minimum. There was no loss of life. Uh, essentially the drones were like shot down. I think some did some damage to like some buildings, um, where either there were like businesses or like some, you know, actual tenants or whatever. But like I said, no one's really hurt. Minimum damage. Uh, I think this is just kind of more or less a symbol. But I did want to use this kind of article. I, I haven't talked much about Ukraine, right? I, I, I feel like I hammered this shit hard in the beginning when it started. And I, and I realized, like, for myself, like, look, I don't cover every conflict. Like, I'm covering the situation between Russia and Ukraine. Why is that? And, you know, I personally went through my own reasons on why. Yada, yada, yada. And, you know, now that it's definitely become more every day like i kind of expected it to become sadly because no one's come to the table yet and inevitably we have to but like until then i just don't want to have my eye on the sparrow every fucking week every fucking day like i'm just i'm cool on that um but i do want to do bump updates when i can so um in terms of the counteroffensive, it's ramping up but i mean it's just more villages it's not big territories it's pushes into Crimea, maybe, I'm thinking. But not big ground. Not much has been made. Um, on the other side, 
This is another article I want to talk about from the AFP. Four killed by Russian strikes on central Ukraine city. Uh, at least four people were killed, including 10-year-old child, after a Russian missile attack on the central Ukrainian city of Kryivrig on Monday, which uh, I believe is Zelensky's you know, hometown that they hit. But among the dead were a 10-year-old girl and a 45-year-old mother, and her 45-year-old mother, uh, the head of the city's military administration, Alexander Vilkul, said in a televised comment. Uh, the two other victims were two men, while another 53 people were injured, uh, which is obviously very unfortunate. Uh, there was also other missile strikes that have taken place. Uh, let's see... Last month, uh, there was a missile strike that destroyed a five-story apartment building in the city and killed 12 people. Uh, in terms of a Wagner update, I kind of missed this when we were talking about the Niger coup. Uh, that's still ongoing. It's still like, oh, who's in charge over here? Um, it, it's still not the president. Um, but um, was it with Wagner? Essentially, they were saying like, oh, yeah, good job, Niger. <laughs> Um, which is a bad sign because they've kind of been moving in where the West has kind of been moving out. Uh, essentially, you know, these governments, you know, after they moved out the Western power, they're like, look, we do need help. Like, we just didn't like how the West was helping us. And <clears throat> essentially now there's worry and fear that, you know, uh, Wagner might kind of fill in that void. So, you know, we'll see there. But Wagner's still very active, not banished um, they're still making moves, uh, the Kremlin's still firing missiles, uh, you know, Ukraine's still doing drone strikes, still, you know, talking about a counteroffensive. So there's that. We talked about that. We're up to speed. Whew. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take my break, and then we're gonna close out, more or less. Um, and it's not good news, sadly. Okay, we're back. Now, um, sadly, there's a death. Um, there's been a few deaths that I've not really been covering. Some breaking news stuff, too. I figured let's just do kind of a quick rundown to kind of close this out. Um, I hate I hate it. Like, I hate talking about death. Like, death is a really ugh, subject. It's not fun to cover. Plus, you guys already know this whole fucking production is scuffed. So I feel bad talking about either people I've looked up to, cared about, like, been like, oh my gosh, my person, they're, they're gone. Like, I hate just doing watch coverage on that. And then especially when I don't cover or cover badly someone who's someone's fave or someone there that's important to them, like, I feel bad about it. So I just don't like going into obituary mode. It's something I kind of skip with the sports but um, when it is someone I, I do truly, like, want to talk about, I go, okay, let's cover it. And then also, if I do get the chance, I do, you know, I, you know, try to cover who I can. So, um, from today, Paul Rubens, best known as Pee Wee Herman, dead at 70 after years with cancer. A treasured friend. Uh, I got this article from People. 
uh, you know, they talk about his career. They talk about, you know, his struggle, you know, with cancer. Um, I, you know, I, I obviously didn't know about it. I was like, well, damn, that's crazy. Um, and very sad. Like I, I grew up, you know, watching the movie, watching his show. Um, so, and then also weirdly, I remember being a teenager watching like VH1 and like, they would like, kind of, kind of go through, you know, zeitgeist, personal big moments in, you know, you know, throughout the years, you know, eighties, nineties, yada, yada, yada. And when they got to Pee Wee Herman, they talked about how like, oh shit, he went to like that adult movie theater and had his like, you know, the hole in the popcorn. And, you know, they roasted him a bit for that. And I was like, oh my God, it's so crazy. I did not know that. But, you know, I, I didn't grew up and looked back at it. And it's like, yeah, that's crazy. But, you know, that's, he's an adult. And is that the right thing to do? No, you shouldn't do that. Even, you know, at a booby tooby. Um, but yeah, you know, you shouldn't also be condensed down to your worst moment, I think. Um, you know, at least if it's that, in my opinion. So I'm glad he kind of at least kind of had a bounce back. You know, I, I do remember seeing him later. I think maybe he even got like a later thing in Netflix or something, if not mistaken, with Pee Wee or another movie, right? I don't know. I'm fuzzy. And, and you guys know I'm out the oven. <laughs> but um, there was that. Then also Angus Cloud from Euphoria. I, I didn't watch Euphoria, but I do remember him. I also remember seeing him in like a commercial. Like after it, I always like seeing an actor. Maybe I've seen clips from him or whatever. And I was like, oh, good. I'm glad, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. They're still keeping it going. It's more than just the Zendaya, the Zendaya show. Um, which is kind of how I looked at Euphoria. Um, Zadaya does great work in that, but I just did not like Euphoria. The vibes were not it for me. But, I mean, hey, not to yuck anyone's yum. And it's not about that. Obviously, a person died. Uh, died at 25 years old. So, you know, young kid. Um, you know. Um, to, to kind of keep further on, because like I said, this is a roundup. Uh, from people from last week, uh, Tony Bennett, uh, 96 years old, he passed away. Uh, maybe the last, like, you know, official crooner, it's kind of now down to what, the Michael Buble, the Christmas special, if you will, you know, um, but, uh, you know, R.E.P., Tony Bennett, uh, I really don't have too much to say about Tony Bennett, I kind of listened to him a little bit when he did the Gaga thing, but, um, you know, I, I he was, I heard, I, I heard this last week, apparently, women, women wore black the day this man got married because it was like, you know, he was, he had that riz and they were just like, damn, that's like, it's over. <laughs> it's Jover, <laughs> which that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of pull. If you got ladies wearing black on the day you get married, like it's a funeral. Um, so yeah, RIP. And then, um, Sinead O'Connor, uh, 56 years old. Um, so yeah, she also passed away um singer um they talk a lot about her you know the cover she did of prince's uh nothing compares to you banger ass fucking song um you know she's uh, done other great works and stuff like that as well um big in the scene i know a lot of my friends are really like sad which is another reason why i was like damn i do not want to do some like half-ass condolence just because i listened to a couple of her songs you know what i mean so um yeah, I am going to take this opportunity, though, to randomly say fuck Morrissey, because he was like, if you weren't there for her, then don't speak up, da 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 and I'm like, yeah, that's valid, that's valid, but, like, please don't speak, please button up your shirt and just, like, live your life, Morrissey, we get it, me is murder, 
I just I just like him, and I know I'm taking this time to platform that, and I know I'm terrible. But this is why I don't like doing obituaries. I I, I cannot bring levity levity to it properly. I just fuck it all up. But um, yeah, that's that's the news for today. I'm giving you a little lasagna, nice and hot for the most part. Maybe we overcooked or undercooked some layers. I'm sorry. Oh, oh forgive me, chef. Okay, that's that's it though. Uh, I do have to chill. Patreon.com plus Isaiah News. If you'd like to support financially. Uh, you come a newsy tomorrow. I'm doing the shout out. Hopefully, I don't forget. Like a dummy, I won't. I, keep me honest, guys, gals, everyone. I'm not gonna forget my newsies. I shout you out once a month, and you know, I say your name. I shout out a project you're doing. You know, whatever you'd like me to tag, I can do that for you. Um, that's the thing. That's the thing we do over here. Also, you can hit me up on Gmail, um, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. And then also I have a Discord and I'm on all the socials. So just, you know, find me on those or hit me up for the Discord. I'll gladly give it to you. It's going to give it to you. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's that's really all I that's all I have. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I'll see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.